again, once again. Did I just repeat myself? Yeah, I did. It's James Reese with Cerebral Fit Podcast. Live. Not so live, actually. Via, not via satellite either, like you know the old days with The Rock. Um, recording from the... Well, I'm actually recording from my new desk that I made over the weekend here in the... We might as well just call it the Cerebral Fit Studio. That's kind of what it's turning into, is that my... Home slash bedroom is now turning into my like creative space, and uh, there's this other podcast I listen to. I think by the name of Biceps and Business, Business and Biceps, something like that. It's a good podcast. I really recommend it. Uh, you know what? I got my phone right here. Let's just let's take a look at it. Um, business and Biceps. Uh, yes, Business and Biceps. Now these are. It's a good podcast. I really enjoy the way that they're just real. And I think this is a, and I mentioned it a bit in the last podcast, but I just, they're very upfront what they say. They don't bullshit you. And so that is something that, you know, and it's real short. It's about 60 minutes, which some of these podcasts, a lot of the ones that I listen to are like two hours, three hours. And yeah, those can be fun and they are fun. It's just, you know, the way that podcasting, I guess that I'm finding out, but also someone who's still a fan, is that, you know, it's it's cool to have some podcast episodes that range between 30 minutes to an hour, because at least you can knock them out. And that is something that, you know, I, this one, it's such an organic thing, in pro, or, or, you got to organically go with it. There are moments that I really want a structured way of looking at the way I'm going to present this and just go at it. But in some ways, that structured way just... It gets in the way of who I am and just going, you know, going by the seat of my pants. I mean, I, I just, and I, I did get some feedback from the last episode, uh, the No BS Needed Here episode, and that, it was some really good feedback that I, I, I really took to heart, and it, that episode was fun to do, and it was fun just because it was just really, spont spontaneity can be a fun thing, and that was fun. It was just one of those days that you just got to get off and you know, get off the, the structured pedestal, if you will, and just take a walk about through your own mind, out in the open, and just talk about what is on your mind. And so, well, I think right now that, you know, when it comes to, everyone wants to, we all want to go, and touching back what I said in the last episode, but we all want to be that person that tells it like it is. That's not how it works, everybody. Telling it like it is, once again, is just from a relative point of view. It's all relative. How I say it is not going to be, how I see it, how it is, is going to be different from how you see it is. Plain and simple. And we can meet in the middle. I'm not trying to convince you about this or so that. Especially in this politicized society we live in. Oh my God. It's just, man. And I'm guilty of it too. Um, I, I mean, we all are. It's just amazing though how... This is the new normal currently at the moment. And it makes me, it kind of makes me sick at some regards because it's like, you know, we, we, we want to live in this, we, 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 we want to live in this like fantastic utopia that's perfect and la la la. And then in all reality, it's not. So, but that's cool. I mean, uh, that's how life is. I mean, nothing's perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. She isn't perfect. He isn't perfect. That isn't perfect. I mean, that's just life. So, 
you know, and that's uh, that's something like when I stress to people, you know, uh, especially some of my clients, you know, like I can't do this, I can't do that. You know, I tell them, it's like, listen, this isn't going to, when you come in here, you're not going to do everything perfect. And here's something that I'm probably, you know, some trainers like, don't say that about yourself, but I'm going to say it about myself. Not every personal trainer is perfect. I'm, dare I say, I mean, you know, since I've gotten into this business, I can certainly say that I've seen a lot of mistakes that they, other personal trainers have done, but I've also seen a lot of those mistakes that I've done. I mean, that's something, I feel that it's just advantageous for people to be perfect, to be transparent with your clients, but also transparent with your public. Because when it, when it comes to working out and fitness in the gym, especially stepping into the gym, that's an intimidating place because you're, this is where physicality essentially is kind of, it's, the limelight is on that. So, you know, if you're a five foot six, you know, out of shape, you know, you haven't stepped in a gym in five or six years, and then across the way you see a big, you know, six foot five behemoth who's squatting, you know, 400 pounds, that's going to be an intimidating sight for, you know, that, that's something like, holy crap, you know, uh, I don't know if I should be in here. Maybe I should be at Planet Fitness or whatever, or just, you know, yada, yada, yada. You know, that's something that, that's more of the mind right there. And that's where you got to beat it. That's why, I mean, this is why this is called the Cerebral Fit Podcast, because it's very much a mind thing. Now, I am not the biggest guy in the world. Far from it. I'm not the biggest, I mean, right now I'm, I'm the biggest guy in the room because I'm the only person in the room. Um, but when I step into a gym, sometimes I am one of the more, you know, just, you know, sometimes I am the biggest person in the room. And that's only because there's no one else in the room as well, or maybe one or two. But more often than not, I am not the strongest guy in the room. I'm certainly not the biggest, but my attitude when I walk into any single gym that I go into, and this is something that I developed over time, is it's called it's called confidence. It's good old fashioned, you know, good old fashioned confidence. But you just gotta carry that wherever you go. I mean. It, just to kind of um, draw from a recent blockbuster movie that just came out. But walk into a room like Thanos walks into a room looking for the soul stone. You know, have that confident look in your face. Have that confident walk to you. And just go in and do it and take it. That's the best thing I think I can tell anybody that... Just anybody that's a new person going into the gym or... You know, someone that's just, you know, having a bad day that does go to the gym often, but they're just feeling a little, you know, under underwhelmed mentally. Just walk in. Do your thing. Ah, I am drinking a bottle of water. I'm actually recording this. Is that, This is probably the earliest podcast that I'm recording. Um, typically, I record in the afternoon or the evening. However, this time, you know, I got up... Um, I, 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 I don't want to say I slept in. Sleeping in for me is different than most other people. Like, I've been really focusing on having a better recovery time and getting more sleep. I say that even though I was, uh, I fell into the YouTube rabbit hole last night around 12 o'clock and you know, you're sitting there and just kind of, you see one video and then suddenly, oh wait, I ain't seen this wrestling video in a while. So you go and then you just fall into it. So 45 minutes pass by, an hour passes by and you're like, crap, I gotta go to bed. So I uh, ended up actually sleeping in until nine o'clock, which is a little, a little late for me. But then afterwards when I got up, you know, I almost was like, man, you wasted the day. I was like, no, 
you don't have to be up. You don't have to be anywhere right now. And that's the point that I'm trying to get across with myself is that don't beat yourself up because you weren't at the gym at 4.30 in the morning or 5 o'clock. Because, well, one, did you have to be there? And I asked myself this, did you have to be there? No, I didn't. Did you need to be there? Not exactly. So why are you, you know, why are you, you, you beating yourself up for something that you didn't have to be at? And, you know, I, I just, my alarm went off at 6 o'clock. I pushed news button thinking, all right, I'll, I'll get up and feed the dogs. I'll go to the early day at the gym. But I said, no. Push stopped on it, and I just slept. Because I knew I naturally would get up probably at 8 or 9, 9.30-ish at the latest. And I did. That's exactly what happened. And you got to do that. you got to take care of yourself, folks, especially when it comes to sleeping. I can't stress this enough. I know that I talked about this in one of the earlier episodes of this podcast. But one of the main reasons that I was so miserable at TSA was the fact that, especially when I was on first shift, was because I didn't get enough sleep. You know, to work, to get up at 2.30 in the morning, you have to be up at 2.30 to go clock in at 3.30. That takes a toll on you physically. You're not getting enough sleep. You're getting three to four hours of sleep. And as much as people could say, well, go to bed early. I'm sorry, but going to bed at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock doesn't work out when you actually have to get stuff done even at those hours and you can i mean i know that i'm going to meet some people well i did it well you did it great congratulations you want a cookie but that was something that i just it just beat me up you know and and since then you know i I switched shifts of course and of course i've left tsa since then but i mean when i got more sleep, I totally felt better about who I was and just everything just started feeling much better. So I cannot stress enough to you out there that, you know, sleep is important, especially in a fitness regimen. You need recovery and sleep is that. So I definitely did get a good night's sleep. Um, As you do know, I have two co-hosts, the two co-hosts, my two dogs, Tara and Charlotte. They usually sleep in the same room as me. Um, I try to get them to sleep in their own little beds. However, that doesn't work more often than not. So they both end up in the same bed as me. They take up. I have a, you know, I'm a, I'm a single man, ladies and gentlemen. I am a single man. I do not have a, qu- a queen size or king size bed, though that would be nice. Um, I just don't have the room for that right now or the funds to get a bed like that. So I got a, I think I got a... What size is it? It's like a standard size. It's bigger than a twin bed, I'll say that. But it's not bigger, but it's not much, much bigger than a twin bed. So, you know, needless to say, the room is not, it doesn't happen that much, getting room. So, I sit here as I stir back in my bed thinking, man, I need a new bed. But, that's in the future. That's in the future. Oh, so it's Tuesday, which I have affectionately called as uh, Titan Tuesday. So it's also leg day. And so that is what I am getting ready for is uh, leg day. I've had one bottle of water this morning to kind of wake me up. I haven't had any coffee. I've been practicing drinking water before I do coffee just so I can. It, it's honestly made me feel better. Actually, Aubrey Morris, uh, the founder and head, and head of uh, On It, who I will be t- traveling to um, this weekend. Friday to be exact, uh, wrote in his recent book that, you know, that's something he did was, you know, water before coffee because, and don't quote me on this, I'm not even saying it verbatim. I probably should to sound like a more professional podcast, but 
podcast review will, but I'm not, so here we go. But essentially, I guess, if you drink water before coffee, you you tend to, your body wakes up faster, and everything else that you consume, whether it be coffee or food, just goes in better, I guess, and digests better. I'm sitting here with my arms in the air. Uh, I've been testing it out, and it's, it's, uh, it's actually, I do feel better when I do drink water before I do that. I've tried it reversed, you know, I'll have coffee and then water. You do feel a bit, eh, there you go. That's probably the best way to describe it. You do feel a bit, eh. So, but um, I, uh, I've actually, in terms of like after my, my lifting is done, my cardio, I've intensified a bit more by concentrating on jump roping, by concentrating on stair stepping. The stair stepper, ladies, you've had it right for years with the stair stepper. I mean, that, that machine, and gentlemen out there, if you're listening, if you have a gym membership and if your gym does have the stair stepper, I totally recommend the stair stepper as your primary form of cardio. Um, that is, if you don't um, go running. Now, I mentioned running. Okay, so running, stair stepping, and jump roping have been essentially my primary focuses of the cardio afterwards because I truly feel, and this is no disrespect to anybody out there who likes the you know, the other cardio machines in the gyms that you typically see. Now, I don't know the names of them. I'm not going to pretend that I know the names of them. I'm not quite there yet. I don't have all the gym, you know, I don't have those cardio machines memorized. I'm not going to fool you that way. No, I'm not going to BS you that way. All right. But in my experience and professional recommendation, if you will, your conditioning and your cardio will be more effective if you go onto a stair stepper, jump roping, or even out for an outdoor run. Now, that's nothing against a treadmill. I'm not saying that you can't get a good workout from a treadmill. You can, but me personally, from someone who just loves to go outside and run and everywhere, anywhere that I can run at, I recommend that. I truly do. It's just... You really do see, you know, if you run out in Lubbock, Texas, or Hobbs, New Mexico, or Seattle, Washington, Dallas, Texas, wherever you're at, if you run out and do a trail run, you're really going to see different sides of your city that you normally can't while you're in your car. Uh, Schwarzenegger, yeah, he bikes everywhere he goes. If he's visiting like uh, Amsterdam or Chicago or wherever, he likes to take a bike and go for a ride so he can see the city on that level. And, um, you know, that's, he's absolutely right on that, and I totally recommend that if you can. Go out, do some outdoor cardio. That's where I get my feel of it in, because I can't stay in a gym that long. It's just, you know, I feel like a hamster on a treadmill, but when I get out and do a trail run, I just feel a bit more open, and I just feel better, quite frankly. So... Being that it is leg day, I'm not too entirely sure if I am going to do a run. Uh, I actually had a good conversation with my father last night about running and jogging. and He's going through some, you know, he's getting older as well, like all of us. But um, he's kind of maybe second-guessing if jogging all those years ago was good for him or the best for him. And, I mean, when you talk to different officials, you know, health officials or... <laughs> Folks, here you go. Here's the, here's the, here's the thing. There's going to be a lot of varying opinions on a lot of different physical activities. I've met people like, James, I don't know why you're doing all this physical activity. I knew someone who did that, and he died of a heart attack at age 59. 
He sounded just like that, by the way. Um, and then you get to meet other people who, you know, I know a good friend of mine, Doug. Uh, shout out to Doug. Uh, his father, who's in his 80s, and I've met a wonderful man, wonderful man, is still jogging multiple miles. And when I mean by multiple miles, I'm not talking two or three. He's, he's like five or six. Like, That's amazing, folks, that if you're able to go out and do that, uh, I got another friend of mine, a former coworker of mine from TSA by the name of Goose. This dude's 65 years old. He's out there playing softball competitively, you know, for that age. And I, I just kind of, I talked to him actually a week ago. We had a few drinks and um, I was just kind of amazed. You know, he's still going out there and playing sports at his age. And I'm just like, man, dude, you know, keep it up. I mean, and he doesn't show any signs of slowing down. And that's something that, well, I mean, if you, I think we all take for granted. If we can go out there and do it, if you can go out there and just take care of yourself, do so. Now, unfortunately, there are people out there who can't do so. But, you know, that's one of the things that, one of the reasons, well, one of the primary reasons I got into this is I want to help people. I couldn't help people in TSA. I couldn't. And that's just, and that's no, nothing against TSA or, you know, any of my compatriots that are still there. It's just, I couldn't help people there. That's why I wasn't, that's one of the reasons I left. I wasn't being fulfilled. And in this job, I can certainly say within two months, I mean, I'm feeling, you know, that sense of fulfillment that I wasn't feeling in TSA at all, you know, and maybe at times I did help people. I don't know. However, um, if I'm able to help someone get more energy, lose some weight, feel better about themselves, have more physical energy to go out, hang out with their children, go out, hang out with their friends, not get winded while climbing, a, you know, going up some stairs, not get winded when they're going to soccer practice, basketball practice, or anything like that, then my job is done. Then, well, not necessarily done, let me rephrase that. Then I'm doing something right. And so that's just, um, that's just a motivator for me. You know, when, when you, when I talk to some of two of my more, um, and I, out of my clients, I have two of them that are the ones that haven't haven't missed a day. Um, they're my they're my two top clients. That's what I'm going to call them. I'm not going to mention them by name, but I have two top clients that haven't missed a day yet. They go in and they motivate. And their excuses, they have no excuses. <laughs> I mean, but when we talk about their progress, it's amazing just to kind of see. You know, one of them. We'll go. I'll call him Client L. You know, Client L's progress has just been, man, it's just awesome to see him just, his energy levels go up, his weight, he's lost a lot of weight, he's trimmed down and I'm blowing smoke up his ass, it's like, he's lost that weight. So you're seeing what the work he is putting into the gym, you know, come to light. Same with Client A. Um, Client A, same thing. You're just seeing him get so much used to coming into the gym, working out. He doesn't make, he doesn't have excuses. The dude has a family. He has an important job. Client L, going back to him, he owns multiple businesses, folks. And I'm not just saying two or three. I'm talking in the teens. This dude is a legit, I mean, he owns a lot, but he's still coming in to make the time. And I admire that. But when you help individuals like this out, you know, that's when it just this feels so good. And, I mean, it's it's so rewarding. And I know I'm kind of patting myself on the back right there. But I, but if, if you find that annoying, I will piss off. But it's just, 
do something you love folks go out and do something you love start something that you want i mean just don't be constrained with don't let life essentially and what i mean by life don't let the certain aspects of life constrain life itself if you get if you get what i'm saying I mean, yeah, we got responsibilities. I got bills to pay, so do you. You got things to do, so do I. I gotta go to the bank here in about an hour and a half before I go to the gym to get some you know, stuff taken care of to make sure I got some monies coming away to get in the right spot. Is it a responsibility? Absolutely it is. It's money, it's, it's capital, it's coin. You know, no one likes to mess, you don't like people messing with your money, I don't like people messing with my money, plain and simple. And so I'm taking care of that business before I go take care of business in the gym. So, but those responsibilities, I'm not going to let, you know, dampen my day. I'm not going to let them restrict me going, walking into that door and getting my legs, you know, getting my legs trained and all that. So, man, ooh, I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I haven't even taken pre-workout, y'all, and I am feeling it. Uh I'm liking this desk though. I'm really liking it. I think that's really helping me out. Um, it's a standing desk style. I mean, sure, I guess I could I could sit down in it, but it just feels awkward. But standing up, you're more, and, and y'all guys know me, especially those who have, and I love this term, break, have broke bread with me. You know, I'm very animated when I get talking for an introvert, shocking. Uh, I move around, I, I just, my hands, I'm just very animated. So now, and you can't see, and you can't see, my hands are moving a lot right now, <laughs> but uh, man, I just, I really am enjoying this desk. I don't, I intend to keep it essentially just the podcast desk. Um, back in grad school, you know, when I needed to do research papers and stuff like that, I had to write on the computer, I would just sit on the floor, but I would make this circle, you know, of papers around me. So I kind of almost like create this own bubble and uh you know, that's that's why I didn't need a desk in uh, college for the most part. But in this case, I wanted to have something to record, to put my stuff on. I got tired of sitting on the floor, people, at least in recording, you know. And with something like this, you know, you can position your microphone better. You can position uh, the camera pedestal a bit more. Uh, that's a bit more secure, you know, that type of stuff. So, but, uh, you know, it's just been the week of getting ready for Austin and I believe that's the name of this episode I mean um, for those that uh, well it's the road trip to Austin so I guess I'll just kind of explain it um, I'm going to Austin to get another certification in the world of personal training uh, certifications matter continuing education is huge and so um, they're called CEUs which that's the acronym for continuing education units and so I'm going to Austin Texas through the audit Academy which is a blossoming fitness company based out of Austin. They got gyms all over the place and they are putting on the, they put on courses and classes damn near every week. And so it being September, which is the greatest month of the year, wink, wink. Um, I'm going there this weekend to go get some training done, you know, get out of Lubbock for a little while, see some, you know, Really kind of dive into a scene of Austin that I really never have been into before. I've oh, excuse me. I've done the six the six street thing plenty of times. Yeah, it's it's been there, done that. Um, but I've really never done anything like this. Honestly, never before. You know, 
you know, gone to a little workshop like this. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's the foundations training over on Onnit, and you can look them up online. Of course, uh, it's o n n i t dot com Onnit. They got a lot of cool, cool stuff on there. A lot of good articles.、Um, They actually have a podcast on their own. They've interviewed a lot of people. A lot of the athletes that they represent are very diverse, and they're not just you know they're not they're、um, just diverse set of athletes. Like、uh, shit, man, <laughs> can't think of one.、Uh, they're not necessarily household names, obviously, because I can't. One I can think of is Donald, and I'm not even saying his name right, but Cicerone. He's an MMA fighter. He's one of their athletes. He's a UFC fighter.、Uh, Pretty good fighter, just loves to. He's, just, he's a good fighter.、Uh, he's one of their athletes. You got Joe Rogan is huge.、Uh, he's also a former martial artist,、uh, stand-up comedian, podcaster. The dude's a, a jack of all trades. He's one of their、uh, athletes slash ambassadors. But this company is very. What attracted me to this company was the idea that they were just a traditional. They were not a traditional fitness company in that, in just their approach. They're very much in tune with a lot of aspects of just, I guess, life and the type of people, the diversity of life, and so, and, and human beings in general. And so that's what attracted me to this company. And、um, if you've seen my Instagram videos, you know those iron clubs or steel clubs I carry with me and do workouts with. They're from Onnit. I ordered those early this year, and they really changed the way、um, that I work out. And I know I put that on Instagram, but now you're hearing it, you know, from straight from the Clydesdale's mouth. But、um, they really have essentially broadened my horizons in terms of how movements and the center of gravity with your your dumbbells and your clubs and just how effective and important that is. And so this Foundations Academy that I'm going to,、um, essentially, it's the baseline for every other、uh, certification that they offer after that. You go, you do this certification, and you get your baseline set of how they do things. And so it's going to focus a lot on movements, therapeutic exercise, and that's a huge thing. And essentially, it focuses on the pain-free aspect of being able to work out pain-free. Because for a lot of us out there, you know, we get hurt. I get hurt. I got still got my wrist is still bothering me. Not as much as it was last month, but it's still not a hundred percent. Now, for someone like me. The way my personality works—it's annoying. I hate it. I hate it. I hate having a tweak anywhere, especially on my wrist, on my feet, on my knees, because it's just—it bothers me. It hinders me. I don't feel 100%. And so, going over there to learn, essentially, just a more broadened scope of how to create workouts that are more therapeutic for those that are that do have nagging injuries is really going to broaden. Just the way that I train my clients and future clients, and I can't wait. I really cannot wait. This has been nearly a year in the making, and it's it's happening, you know. And I got everything set up. The car's ready.、Uh, I got my hotel accommodation set. I'm nearby, so I don't have to, you know, go all through that horrendous Austin traffic. That's probably my least favorite thing about Austin is that damn traffic. I cannot stand it. It's terrible, just like Houston's, just like Dallas's. Man, it's one of the reasons why I'm not necessarily too much in a hurry to move back to a big city. I got lucky in Seattle because, you know, I positioned myself in an area where I didn't have to drive. I could just take public transportation, buses. I would cycle.、Uh, I had the light rail nearby, so getting around Seattle was a cakewalk. 
at least for yours truly. But I made it that way. Um, I'm not too familiar with Austin that much in terms of just where to, you know, where would be the best place to live or best place to stay. But where I'm staying at is like a few blocks from the honor place. So, you know, I'm not going to say where just because, you know, I could have a stalker on here, but no, if they could stop me. But <laughs> we won't go with it. We won't go there. <laughs> but needless to say, it's going to be, um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. I follow them a lot on Instagram. I see their videos. I saw this one video last night where they're swinging this. It almost looks like a big giant mace attached to the string. Just to, it's a, it's an explosive maneuver. I really can't even describe it properly to give it justice. But if you have an Instagram, I suggest following them. And I actually talked to the uh, one of their uh, HR people there last night on Instagram. And, you know, because a good buddy of mine, Josh Autry, I text I tagged him. In the video, say, dude, this is totally. This looks like fun. This this is something I think you'd enjoy. He said, hell yeah, and that's the kind of movements and in, 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 that's that's the kind of fitness, um, I guess, idea that they have. That it's it's not traditional, and that's great because you know after a while, folks, you can if you continue to do the same thing, and this is where plateau comes in. You got to change it up, and the way it. The way that Honor presents their their fitness methodology, it's dynamic. That's the best way to do it. It's dynamic, and that in itself is just so alluring. But also, it's logical to me because they're you know you you want to be functional in what you do. You want it. To, I, I'm a big fan of the concept of logic, and that's probably why I didn't vote for Donald Trump in the first place. But we won't get into that. <laughs> um, the thing is, is that I want to be logical in the way that I train my clients and the way that I train myself. If you know what I'm saying, like I'm strong, I am strong, but at that same time, I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not a powerlifter. I'm just a functional human being with an edge. If that makes any sense to you. And so going to the Honored Academy this weekend and getting enlightened in just my fitness library even feel even more is definitely going to sharpen that edge that I carry with myself and just the way that I train my clients so it'll be very interesting to see that gym I'll probably end up it's going to end up like you know probably the closest for me going to, to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory except I'm going to a massive gym to see all the equipment that they have and just their training dynamics. So I'm probably honestly, you know, when it comes to my own fitness regime this week, I'm going to take it easy. I want to go there a bit. Um, just my body just ready to go. I know that when I take typically a day or two off, that my mind and my body tends to, you know, it, it feels like it needs to be the gym. When it's not at the gym, it gets antsy. It's like you get, it gets, it's a, it's a hunger, if you will. <laughs> and I might do that. I might just get in three days this week, take Thursday off, take Friday off, and then just go. And, you know, just go to Austin in the best shape possible, just ready to go, excited. And just most of all, have fun with it. You know, I'm going to be, you know, at the end of the day, hopefully, if I complete it, you know, I'll be an on it trainer, which is huge, huge. 
can't stress that can't stress that enough. That just you know in this business, the difference between TSA working for the government is that there was a ceiling, there was a glass ceiling, and I've talked about this before. And I'm going to talk about it again. There was a glass ceiling there. I couldn't. I mean, I'm sure some over zealous managers and whatever from TSA well James there isn't a ceiling in TSA you gotta just brighten yourself up you gotta be a lead you gotta be a soup you gotta be a manager you know the sky's the limit I beg to differ there's a lot of politics in that place there's a lot of good people that work in that place too but those politics really hurt those good people and so you know after nine years you get tired of it and you look and you feel what you truly want in life from a personal and a professional standpoint. And so that's why I made the leap, the faith. And so now in this environment, in this industry, I can go out and get better. I can do this certification. I can get this certification. I can go get this certification. It almost feels limitless of the stuff that I can learn. And for someone like me, and I sit back, and I stand back, actually, and I'm looking at the degrees I got, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, hey, is it a bit braggadocious? Maybe. But I worked for those degrees on my wall. I worked for that certification right there. I worked for that one. I worked for that one. And I worked for that one. I put in the time, and I got those. I expanded my knowledge base. And for the first time in my life, I'm looking at my Bachelor's of Arts in Psychology and I'm actually using that more than I ever have before, professionally, believe it or not. Master's in Science and Forensic Sciences, you know what, honest to goodness, I'm actually using that too. I have a better understanding of science than most people who are on Facebook or Instagram, I know that. I understand peer-reviewed journals, I understand the scientific method, and I apply those same principles that I can to fitness. I am a problem solver, everyone. And when you're a personal trainer, when you walk in, you're a client. You're needing help. You have a problem. You have a symptom. So you come and inquire about my services. And so it's up to me as a personal trainer slash fitness advocate to solve that problem for you, to help you solve that problem for you, but much less solve it together. You know? But... As I look at the clock, and as if I've been stretching out, I've actually been stretching out while doing this. This is one of the advantageous things about doing a stand-up table is that you can stretch out. It is leg day, folks. This is going to be a heavy day. I've got to make sure I get these quads and these hammies, these calves right, especially my calves. I've been really working hard on those. I've been working hard on all of them. I'm trying to be a faster, bigger, stronger version of who I am. I'm about to turn, th turn, uh, turn 34 years old, folks. At times it feels a bit, you know, I'm getting old. But the way that I truly feel, I'm only getting better. That's the way you got to look at it. So, but everyone, I think that'll be a fitting in. And that's it for this episode of the Cerebral Fit Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening again. Uh, once again, I just uh, can't, you know, your support is amazing. So shout out to all of you. Uh, I got some friends that just moved over to Europe, the Machado clan, Stephen Machado, Matt Machado, and their beautiful children. Uh, I wish them all the best over there in, in uh, Europe. 
they're gonna have a fantastic time over there uh, huge shout out also to my family and my friends over in New Mexico Texas all that uh, shout out to the sneaky bands podcast they're excellent folks listen to them they're also on the anchor app delightful <laughs> delightful <laughs> but they're great to listen to I, I always enjoy it's their convers- the conversational aspect of that podcast is, is great I get a real kick out of it so check those guys out and well you know it's been a good podcast episode so I'll leave it at that next time you'll probably be hearing me talk as I will be in the confines of Austin Texas who knows what will happen there so thanks again everybody Ruiz out.